Hey, Zach. Hey, Joey. What's the difference between Catwoman and an actual cat? I don't know. What? They're both yellow. Wait, what? Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Yes. And we're still digging into Spiro. Spiro. Wait a minute. Nope, that's the wrong one. That's that's a place in Italy, I think. I'm probably uh, wrong about that. <laughs> it, it's, it's a, a Pokemon. Is it a... Oh, you're right. It's Spiro. <laughs> Is it, is it uses gust attack? Damn it, that's a Pidgey thing. Fuck, I'm 0 for 2 today. <laughs> anyway, I gotta redeem myself. What did we do last yeah. week? We did... We, we did, did uh, World 3. Yes, fantastic. We're nailing it. We did <laughs> World 3, which was the Magic Crafter world. Magic Crafter. Now we're on to Beast Makers. We're on to Beast Makers, which... World 4. Which definitely was a toy brand. That's that's a thing, right? That was a toy brand. Was it? It has to have been. It sounds so 90s. It's like, <laughs> can you just imagine the commercial? It's like, Peacemakers! It's like, yeah. Robots in disguise. <laughs> I may just be getting, like, uh, that, like, Crossfire Games theme song stuck in my head again. Because I can never get it out after 20 years of hearing it. It's stuck in my head forever. <laughs> That's I, how good it was. I will be caught up in the Crossfire. <laughs> if anybody has Crossfire and played it as a kid, you are so cool! Why didn't you invite me to your house? What? 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 Exactly. Let's talk about the Beastmaker's world. Okay. After a inter- musical interlude. And we're back, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. 
We're Still back. thinking about it. Yeah, we're back. So let's talk a little bit about Beastmaker's world. The hub, the hub world first. Okay. So there's a big change in the environmental layout here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, tons of fodder. Yeah. You remember the fodder, just the random shit that you kill to get energy back? Okay, yeah. But it's yeah, not yeah. just there for decoration. It's there yeah. because this is the first major change in scenery where you have enemies that can change the environmental layout in a way that physically hurts you. Yeah. As opposed to in the previous world where they would change the environment to annoy you. Yeah. So it's still still uh, progressing in difficulty. Exactly. Also, green water is not the same as green grass. So don't, <laughs> don't jump into it like no. I did. <laughs> it was not fun. That's why the tons of fodder is there for people to experiment and for people like me who are just like, that's wet grass. Nice. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> that's shiny, uh, shiny green grass. It's just wet. Exactly. Yeah. It's that's what I think whenever I go outside. <laughs> and then for some reason, a bog monster pops out of the grass. I was like, what the hell, grandpa? <laughs> He's always scaring me. Why is he doing this? Fa- I don't know. He's he's watching too much Scooby Doo. <laughs> anyway, um, you got to really pay attention uh, in this in this new area, the hub world especially. Um, it's because there's so many things going on in the previous world that were not in the previous world. Because there's a lot more platforming, a lot more areas that require you actually paying attention to the environment. Because yeah. if you step there, you're gonna get hurt. Places are, there's a lot of hidden places. There's a lot of hidden places. Um, and honestly, like, a lot of what's going on here, there's a lot of, uh, I'm getting, like, vibes back to uh, some old movies. Like, really, yeah. like, old movie style. Like Indiana Jones? Yeah, actually, funnily enough, we have a clip for that. What? Yeah, let's just roll it, Paul. Roll the clip. Paul, that was the sound effect of a boulder rolling. Can you roll the actual clip? Thank you. Many of the levels were inspired by movies. The Beast Maker's Hub was inspired by Apocalypse Now. Cliff Town was inspired by Star Wars. And a bunch of the levels paid homage to Indiana Jones. Yeah, there we go. See? Confirmed. I don't know why I point when I record. Like, nobody can see what I'm doing. Yeah, we could feel it. Can you feel it? We could feel you, Zach. We could feel the point. If I say this, which way am I pointing? Right. How did you know that? Are you in my head? Because you emphasized. No, I, as a complete guess. Of the <laughs> you could have said anything. I would have believed you. You said like I saw a bird outside and it shat on my porch, <laughs> and then I thought, right, this is right. <laughs> um, but anyway, as you keep going through the hub world, there's random shrubbery that you can just burn. Shrubbery, yeah. Pretty sure the Knights of St. Nee would not approve. No. Uh, but that's actually going to come back in a later level. Because uh, for some reason, I, I'm pretty sure these two dots have connected. But um, there's an enemy later on that is very reminiscent of this. But this shrubbery just yeah. does nothing. So, Right. Think of this as like a cliffhanger. Enemy. Or like a tease. Or tease. Or a cliffhanger. Foreshadow. Foreshadowing. There we, there we go. That's the word. We that's nailed it. That's the one. Okay. But this whole bayou area just gives off like a stereotypical southern vibe. 
Where like Southern. everybody in like everybody in the nineties had like the stereotypical depiction of the bayou southern areas, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like even in the way that like they talk, like the enemies or the dragons talk. Like Paul, I'm Paul. Can you play like a little voice clip of the of the bayou dragons? Watch out, Spyro. The Norks in these parts have discovered the power of electricity. And it really stings. Good job, Spyro. One day you'll be able to tell all the dragons about your amazing adventures. Nasty Nork is turning our swamp into an electrified junk heap. And it used to be so beautiful. Okay. So you see what there what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty I see what happened there. Like that's a little weird. Like, it's very it's, 90s yeah. because they didn't really care. But at the same right. time... That's why it's great. I mean, it's got a lot of character. I'll give it that much. <laughs> as long as they don't overdo it, then it'll be fine. But I guess we'll see how it goes when we move through to this next area. This terrorist village. Terrorist village. All right. Man, all right. Um, so, big thing that I noticed in terrorist village... All the enemies focus their, their attacks around lightning. I mean, that was kind of obvious in the hub world already, but all of the enemies here, all of the enemies here are focused around lightning, um, whether they jab the ground with it or they just kind of shoot it at you directly mm -hmm. or smack you with it. Just interesting. Um, just like give it to you. Like, here, take this lightning. Oh, thank you. This is a very painful gift. <laughs> it hurts inordinately large amounts of pain <laughs> that was not a sentence <laughs> paul can you like modulate that clip into something that sounded relatively smart or like just modulate the pitch yeah that <laughs> so, way it at least sounds funny <laughs> so we so we let's hear cow zach again no. <laughs> Damn it, <No>. Paul. <laughs> I'm just... Ugh, just like memes for days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as you keep going through the terrorist village and you keep saving more of these dragons, like, again, the voices, dude. I gotta talk about it again. They sound like a 40-year-old yeah. white guy imitating a southern black dude. <laughs> oh my god. Like That's it, probably what it was. It, that that might have been the direction that they gave him while they were recording yeah be like uh carlos i need you i need you to just kind of channel your innermost southern person and then they're just <laughs> like boom i got it here we go and then right, this happened <laughs> god jesus it was a different time people it was the 90s um there's also a random dragon that spawns in what those draw me like your French girls. Yeah. Oh my god. I What's up with that? that? This is the only dragon that does that. Yeah, it's like, hey. It's like, I'm a big ass dragon. Draw me like a dragon French girl. You know what's weird? What? Like, these dragons are just trapped, and then you rescue them, and they're just like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> they're very chill about it all. <laughs> yeah. Like, They're not like, oh my god, you saved me, thank you. Yeah, like some of them are saying that, but most of them are just like, yeah. 
press A to jump. It's like, <laughs> are you okay? Did you suffer a massive head wound? <laughs> like if I went into a coma and then woke up five years later and my first words were, press A to jump! <laughs> People would be like, I don't think he's okay. If anyone was going to say that, it would be you, Zach. God damn it. Now you've just jinxed it because that's what's going to happen now. When I've gotten old and senile, I'm going to be spouting off game tutorials for non-existent games. Hey, at least you're going to wake up. Fair point. That's <laughs> fair point. You know what? Bright side. I like it. <laughs> um, but as for actual like game mechanics in this area, we've already talked about them all. Yeah. yeah same game mechanics. It's Just all about the like the big... Uh, what? The, I was going to say, the big thing in the entire area that we... That's kind of just a theme throughout this hope, this world, is just that, the enemy's manipulation of the terrain in yeah. a more hostile way as opposed to a annoyance kind of way. Right. So, it's that way... the only difference. Exactly. But it's a, it's a less logical stepping point from yeah, what they yeah, were doing. Because it actually adds more difficulty to it, and it's kind of in the yeah. same vein as, like, here's where we're going. Yeah, it's like a fun little challenge. Exactly, exactly. And, um, I go, oh my god, I forgot I need to do an internet backstory! Internet backstory! <laughs> I just, mmm. I'm gonna do it right before we get started, because I'm doing internet backstory okay. up front of the next stage. Misty Bog. M Misty Bog, I said. <laughs> that. Thank you. <laughs> um, just one of the couple things I wanted to call out here. A less intense version of the audio soundtrack for this world is used as the closing credits of all games in the original Spyro trilogy. So, there you go. Oh, that is good trivia. Yeah, and um, interestingly enough... Um, the when releasing the dragons in this world, the background music for the cutscene is from a completely different world. Yeah, what's the deal with that? I don't know, but the music was from the ice cavern area, which was way back. We missed that a while ago. <laughs> Maybe like they just really liked that tune. They're so like, okay, let's put it here also. Exactly, and that's a really quick internet backstory. Internet backstory. Nice. I'm gonna have another one and maybe like three minutes. So hold on to your horses. I haven't done this in for so long. I've been pent up. I have to let it all out now. Yeah, let them all out. Just do it. Okay, but before that, let's talk a little bit about Misty Bug. Okay. So there's random. Okay, immediately as you're starting this level, there is a random enemy with sunglasses holding a chicken hostage in <laughs> behind a ridge. What is this? Earthworm Jim? <laughs> it might be. Where's the cow? Do we release the cow? No, do we launch yeah. the cow? <laughs> I think we launched cow the cow. Launched. <laughs> Paul, why did you put the sound effect of me saying no? That <laughs> that was just mean. Anyway, um, I don't know why they put that there. It just make, it makes literally no sense. Who, who put that there? There's like a, there's is there's chicken conspiracy. Why like why would you put the chicken in a cage? I mean why not? 
Well, for aside from the obvious reasons of maybe you're going to eat the chicken. Eat it. Yeah, we're going to eat the chicken. But, like, why do you have a guard around the chicken? Because it's a very good chicken. Why are you guarding this one single chicken? Is it a special chicken? Why There are tons of other chickens that are free-roaming. Maybe it is a special chicken. I don't even know. It might be. Maybe it's like a, a super chicken. Does anyone know? I'm hungry for chicken. I kind of am, too. Can we take a music, quick musical break and think about chicken some more? All right. Eat like a roast chicken. I had a bite. Okay. I may have eaten an entire roast chicken, and now I really, really, I feel bad. How do you eat an entire roast chicken in twenty seconds? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) But before I pass out, let's keep talking about Misty Bog. Yes. Okay. There are plants in this hub world in this in this area that are referential to the plants in the hub world. Like we mentioned before, Cliffhanger coming to a close here. Um, they are just plant monsters. Yeah. yeah. They're so, a horrible abomination of nature. They fooled you, bro. They are a combination of plant and rabbit. <laughs> they Science are... rabbit. They're plabbit. Plabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you say when you're choking. Plabbit! Plabbit. <laughs> anyway um so there's the misdirect right there with the enemy because 
before you just saw them like doing nothing with the plants are like oh, okay this is nothing it's fun yay and then you go up to you see them hidden there and you're like oh it's the same thing i want to burn them and they pop up and you're like oh god it's eating me <laughs> this has gone horribly awry i did not plan this <laughs> i am not okay with this situation <laughs> Uh, but weirdly enough, this is a lot. I see a lot of effort went into the animation of this particular enemy interacting with you. Sure. Um, it's very, it's very detailed, honestly, because they like chew and they like move you from side to side in their bunny cheeks and they spit you out. The other ones just like smack you with a club and laugh at you or pull their pants down at you, which is yeah. still good. It's just not. Like, yeah. It's not like chewing you up like bubble gum. Right. So just FYI. Different. Different. Uh, but I got, like I said, I got one more internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yes. All right. And you want to hear it? This is from the from guide, from a strategy guide, describing Misty Bug. I'm going to read verbatim in my reading voice. <clears throat> oh, my favorite. Misty Bog looks like a nice place to visit, considering its swamp water is a bit blurrier than the uh, Beastmaker's homeworld was. Uh, but think again! This place is a battlefield. The Beastmaker dragon Roscoe can testify to that. There are dragon-eating plants, crazy giant boars, and attack frogs. They're cold-blood killers, Roscoe proclaims. The bog itself is made up of patches of solid earth with gray-green grass. Let me try that again. Gray-green grass. <laughs> and mostly gigantic trees that have been chopped down to allow passage over their flat trunks. A few blue and red structures can be found here, including two small temples and various crumbling archways. The sky is a hazy gray-green and always has a misty atmosphere about it. That's internet backstory. Internet backstory. You sounded like the dragons a little bit. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Damn it. Now I'm going to be like, somebody's going to say like, you asshole, what the hell? <laughs> How dare you sound like a dragon? It's the dragon activist coming after me again. I always, I always keep making fun of dragons, but they're such an easy target because they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> More tolerance for dragons. Yeah, I'm with dragon. Me, dragon. dragon <laughs> That's not even a drop. word. Dragon. <laughs> Is that like a it's an Excel course for aspiring dragons? Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> Welcome pun. to Dragon Drop. <laughs> where we learn today how to use pivot tables. <laughs> That's what you gotta learn. You I mean, that's, you gotta learn it in the fast-paced world of business. Speaking of fast-paced business, Wild Flight. Yes. That was a segue. Um, Good this segue. one, I'm, I'm very actually very excited about this level because it. This was it, my favorite one for sure. It cha it's yes. So it's one another one of those flying levels, but it's not the same as last time because it changes it up by making you tackle two challenges at once, as opposed yes. to just the one. Which is like super good because before it was just you go through one and then you're done. You go through the next one and then you're done. 
And you go on to the next one. No, this one. You are just going to it. You got to make sure you coordinate this well enough that you're doing one, two, one, two, one, two. And you mm. got to be, you're moving forward. There's no stopping. If you stop, right. you fall into the water and you're dead. But no, this He's one. Dead. You did. Yeah, you did. And then you just, so this one, it makes the uh, difficulty level naturally increase by just doing such a simple thing of making the, uh, making the, the objective twofold with yeah. the same time limit. Yeah, it's like twice as hard. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I really like this stage. What do you think? Yeah, it's really fun. It'd be cool if you could like go back and like just play them over and over again, you know? How do you mean? Just like try to beat your record and stuff. I think you can. Can you not? Oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to do it because I don't have time for that, but nah. I'm pretty sure you can still do it. Yeah. On another another uh, time. Yeah, at another time. Yeah. Back. Well, I mean, though, that's the weird thing about like video games nowadays. Is like I've noticed that there's a so many more good video games that come out. Yeah. Um, that I don't feel the need to revisit a lot of games that I beat anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once I'm done with it, it's I'm done with it. Yeah, agreed. Like in the back of the day, though, I would play a game till like to death. Yeah. It still would play be it. like, I just, yeah, I still play some of those old games if I really want to. Like, if it's really left that much of a mark on me, like, <laughs> Mega Man X. Um, but yeah, um, just an interesting little change there. Uh, but that's completely different side tangents. Uh, should we talk about the next level? What? Should we talk about the next level? <laughs> Did I go too fast? What? Did I reach supersonic levels? What's going on? Everybody's super sorry. Yeah, let's Wait, do it. No, let's I'm do it. Get, get copyrighted. <laughs> um, on the treetops. Simple level. Yeah. Um, I only wrote down one thing. And it's probably... If I, if you played this game again, and you played this level again, you're probably thinking the same thing, too. Right. Are these enemies super racist? <laughs> because the answer is yes. They are. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, it's, they depict, like, Native Americans, or I don't know what they were going for. Yeah. As, like, Neanderthal and, like, weird, like, giant monkey-ish kind of people, like, like, on fours and, like, throwing bananas or whatever or fruits <laughs> at you. It's weird as fuck. That's, I, there's, like... There's gameplay behind this level, but again, we've talked about it all, and this is the most jarring thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the not just the enemies, the whole like level design. The whole level is weirdly racist. <laughs> like, what the hell, you guys? If you don't believe me, go back to Spyro, play this level, and then come back to me and send me an email at itsthextreme@gmail.com. That's i t s t h e x s t r e m at gmail.com, or hit us up on any of our social media and just tell me if I'm wrong because I really doubt it. Yeah, I am so convinced that this is racist. <laughs> I think it, so. It's like it's like the shit you see in propaganda videos. <laughs> Anyway, I I don't have a lot else to. I need to segue out of this, Joey. I gotta find a way to segue out of this. Um. Uh, well, it's fun to do like the running jumps. 
That is fun. You know what else is fun? Internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yeah. Internet oh, backstory okay. is fun. Whew, I found my way out. Good one. Um, so the music here at Treetops is a sped up remix of the greatest hits edition music from High Caves, interestingly enough. Uh-huh. Uh, the hills in this background are proportionally the same as the hills in the Dark Hollows background. Even the moon is in the same spot except for the part of it that's blocked by the hills because of how low it is. Um, but something that's pretty interesting here, in the late demo, Treetops uses uh, Terrace Village's music. Yeah, many locations are differently textured or built, and the green theme is waiting at the end of the, le- the level, and the exit forward text makes no sound. What's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? A, a glitch? A glitch? Is it a glitch? It's a glitch. It's probably a glitch. Probably a glitch. This is, it's, <laughs> it's probably a glitch. It's a glitch. It's a glitch. <laughs> jackal if it if it wasn't a glitch the first time it wouldn't be a glitch the 50th time it's <laughs> uh, funny um but also there's one little thing uh, in the spyro reignited trilogy the sky above it appears to be lit by a constant aura aurora sorry uh this was a change from the original spyro in which it appears to be just misty clouds hmm. um it is unknown if this was in the original intention or just the limitation of the 90s, but the aurora seems to indicate that treetops and, by extension, beastmakers and other levels are located near either the north or south pole. Cool. And that's it for Internet Backstory! Internet Backstory! Sweet. Oh my goodness! I needed to jump out of that level as fast as humanly possible! Yeah, run and jump out of it. Fuck. I am... (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) <laughs> but before we before we finish up with all these beautiful puns, let's talk about Metalhead. Yes. Wait, wrong Metalhead. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it could be about the same thing. Um, just a few things I want to talk about here. Uh, this is the first boss to be taken down indirectly. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, if... so like, anticlimactic. I found. I know it was. The other ones you like bash into it with your head or yeah. breathe fire on it. This one you knock over some poles and it's like, yeah, it's just it's, it just falls apart. You might. These Mega Man shoots the robots to death. <laughs> you may as well not have even been there. It's just like, what are you even doing here? Yeah. What are we even doing? They made this whole animation. Of this character, you don't even get to breathe fire on him. I know, because the chrome plating is heavy with this one, so you can't even do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's yes, yeah, that was a quote. There we go. Speaking of quotes, this is not related to anything that we've just been talking about it, but I don't know where else to put it, so Paul put the quote. Did you know them at the time, or did you? No, Al Hastings had gone to the same college I did, and but he was five years behind me. But a friend of mine, from my mother's actually back in Virginia, knew his mother. She was bragging to her friends that I had started this big video game company, when in reality it was me in a room with a, <laughs> with a dev kit. And she, her, one of her friends said, oh, my son has a roommate in college who's the, who he says is the most brilliant programmer he's ever, he's ever met. And so I ended up calling Al <laughs> and 
asked if he was interested in coming out and joining a video game company. He said, so yeah, that'd be cool. Parents. Yeah, it was, wow. actually. If it wasn't for like my mom. traditional marriage. Yes. And we hit it off And it worked off. It worked out. It worked out, and he's still rocking it. That's, that's crazy. And we actually, and after Thanks, we had, mom. Yeah, actually, yeah. I owe a lot to my mom and my <laughs> uncle for getting me out to California. But isn't that really interesting? I just, I didn't know where to quite put that, but I mean, we're running low on video clips today, yeah. so. Why not? Just throw it in like putting it in there. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. It's amazing how sometimes just fate kind of collides like that to make a great game like this. Yeah. Thank God for moms. Thank God for moms. Go give your mom a hug. <laughs> I know I didn't. <laughs> but because she's in a different area. <laughs> Physically and mentally. Oh. No, no, just physically. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's end on that high note before we get into the next world. The Dreamweavers. Paul, put in like a, a sound effect that's appropriate for the Dreamweavers. The Dreamweavers. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the Dreamweavers next time. But until then, let's go out on our, on a, on our normal Thanks. stuff. Thank yeah. you. Again, Thanks. so much for Thank you. listening. Thanks, guys. Can you do the outro while I take a sip of water? All right. Take a take a look at our shit, bro. And and sis, Google us. It's the extreme. I T S S T R E A M. Um. Also, there's a the in there. There is <laughs> the in there. That is the thing. You'll find our Facebook. You'll find our Instagram. And Twitter and Twitch and our website, which is awesome. Zach made it. We have bios on there. Yeah, check it out. I mean, I need to. Yeah, you can see what we look like, except for Paul, because he is a non-existent blob. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he is an amorphous shape. <laughs> Changes every time I see him. It's unnerving, but at the same time, just extraordinarily fun to watch. <laughs> Well, thank you guys again so much for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out, we love to hear from you. Otherwise, just keep on listening because we love you. And hugs, platonically. Hugs, platonic hugs, and one platonic kiss on the cheek. And one and the, on the cheek. It's French. We're not yeah. European, but whatever. Yeah. But if you are, like, you know, that's cool. You do. You. <laughs> also, don't forget to write it down. Don't forget.